and we have returned. Here we are. Did we're back. And Did I do it right? And we're back. And we're back. Actions are hard. Synonyms are also hard. <laughs> Starting podcasts is hard. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome back to another wonderful episode of the Dude Thoughts Podcast. Gabe and Kelki, not Carmen. Some would say the no better version Carmen. of Carmen is here. Carmen is the iPhone 11. Kelki is 11 Pro Max. Yes, I am. And I am the and Gabe is an Android. Just <laughs> okay, I would never say that. That's worse. I don't hate you that much. So I, I don't hate anyone that much. <laughs> now that <laughs> I work. I hate people that much. But not that in much. telecommunication. It's my job now. I've learned that I can identify a Android user and an iPhone user just upon immediately like, walking into the store. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, I know where this is going. And you shouldn't do that. You should never judge anybody. I used to do that at our old employer also. Like, I yeah. just be like, oh, this person's going to ask these questions. Yeah. And it's going to go great. But, you know, yep. that's actually, you know, anticipating guest needs. And I'm all for it. <laughs> so, anyways, Kelki. Hey, dude, dudette, big wiener having, somebody's got to fill in for Carmen here. What's up? <laughs> um, not much. We found some, There's so there's, a, like everything else in this country right now, there's a paint shortage for whatever reason. Um, and because we just did, the, we got the pool redone. So we were also, we had the pool redone by like people who know what they're doing, but we are painting, like we are repainting the deck because you don't have to, like it doesn't need anything other than yeah, a coat of paint. Just gonna walk on it. <laughs> yeah, it's like not, it's not cracking or falling apart. So it's something we can do ourselves. So we were like looking for the paint, but there's a shortage of paint because of course <laughs> there is. Yeah. Um. So I was at Lowe's getting something else, and I just went down the paint aisle to be like, maybe they have this specific outdoor paint, and they didn't have the brand we had originally been told to get, but they had another one, and so we did a bunch of research, and it's actually really good. And then the people at Lowe's also were like between the two that we have, you should do this one. And I was like, perfect. So we got it. So today we did the primer. So tomorrow we get to actually paint it. And so hopefully like in a couple days, the pool will be completely back to normal as a, that's great. I love the, I love the pool progress and I love how much Scarlett loves the pool. Oh my God. She loves it. So <laughs> she gets so mad anytime we go out there and she can't get in. <laughs> as a colorblind individual nothing less affects me more than a point <laughs> than a <laughs> shortage so actually fun fact like one of the, the the reason there might be such an issue for you guys in particular is because my some of my boss they own multiple businesses and one of them is a very very profitable paint business um and they're very local and so they might have said like oh we need to get all of the paints because <laughs> there is a shortage of probably paint. yeah there's well i was like looking online and it's the same thing with why wood is so expensive right now cuz there's like it's in high demand because there's a like all these houses that are getting listed are selling yeah. immediately so people are like we'll just build our own house so the housing market is fucking terrible yeah and then also like all these people who have now been working from home and have now like they're permanently working from home they're like we need to add on like an office space so like yeah. a lot of people are doing additions to their home so it's like obviously the paint goes with that and the wood and it's all like a whole it's just it's all a domino effect yeah so now that i'm it's frustrating because I think most people saw this going the other way of the housing houses being really cheap yeah. around this time. Yeah. But I remember us talking about that, like in groups and just being like, Oh, we're just going to get a house next year because everything's going to be so cheap. We're gonna be like, Please take my house. <laughs> no, that's not what happened. And now hindsight, it's like, Oh yeah, this makes perfect sense that people yeah. want to have houses, especially in Florida because we never shut down. So yep. people want to <laughs> come here because they, anyway, I'm not going to get into that, <laughs> but I'm just, in a financial situation now where I think I've said this on the show where I can, I only work one job now and it's fantastic. And That's, I mean, yeah. When was the last time that happened? Has that ever happened? None of you have ever known me <laughs> where I haven't. Cause when we originally met, I had three jobs. Yeah. Back in the day. And you've had two or three most of the time that I've known. Yeah. And I always have some stupid side project, like a dumb podcast or something. Going on. God, I hate those things. <laughs> but, um, so, and I'm like, okay, well, now I can, and I literally, this is podcast, uh, Karma's going to hate that he missed this, but I already texted him this not too long ago. I paid off my car. Yay! Oh my God, that's so big. I am a car yes. owner. And I'm never buying a brand new car ever again unless I become Please a millionaire. Don't. It's because one of the worst investments a person can make. I probably ended up spending close to like 
because my car was off like one of the showroom cars. I was like, yeah. that one, please. <laughs> and I drove it off the lot. It was fantastic. I got to see them like open the doors and like let <laughs> the car out. And I loved it. I still love my car. It's given me no issues, yada, yada, yada. But Not now it's one. worth, I paid probably after your interest and stuff, 27 to 30K on the car. Yeah. And I could sell it right now for like 7K. Yeah. I've decided yeah. what I want to do from now on. I want an electric car as my fun car. That's going to be my. Carmen will be so proud. I know. And he, he, he inspired me. And I think by the time I'm in the market for a new car, the electric car market will have kind of. Oh, uh, yeah. Competed it's with definitely itself. gonna like even just in the next two or three years. I think it's gonna like be it's gonna open up more to the to the pores com- <laughs> to my comfortable middle class salary <laughs> and us peasant people. Well, even the because I go on the Tesla website, I just dabble yeah. with like I'm gonna create a car <laughs> and I, <hate> <laughs> I really and hate mo- Teslas. <laughs> I don't love the way they look, and I hate the fucking Cybertruck. It looks like oh my god, white so noise dumb. as a car. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. But I love the concept of the electric car, and but I think what I want to do is get a elec- nice electric car. That's something I really like. But then yeah. also have a gas car just for like safe purposes because I don't think I yeah. trust a road trip electric car. Right. Not yet. Um, I barely trust this area. I'd have to like drive <laughs> to Disney. There's I think the Wawa by you. I think has an electric car. Um, they yeah they just installed the Tesla chargers at our mm. Wawa. There's like. Five or six, maybe. Which, that's not terribly far. And then I can always be like, hey, I'm just here to see a baby for two seconds. I brought this yeah. Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> You're in. <laughs> um, so, and then I just think I'm just going to forever, forever, just buy a Prius. Like a very old yeah, Prius. Like a, and just yeah. run it to the ground. That's my my new strategy, my new plan of attack. So, ask me, hey, dude, what's up? I know I've said Good. a lot, but. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, I. I'm, let me clarify. I'm not against electric cars. I just think Teslas are very, very ugly. And every time I say that, people are like, they just look like regular cars. And I just think, no, they don't. No, they, they have a specific they look, look like to ugly. them. They, it throws me off because obviously they don't have the grill on the front. I know they don't need it, but that's obviously like the first thing that throws me off. Then, then the windshield is like more like arched and goes further back. Yeah, so it's like a I understand hairline. from like an arrow, like they genuinely remind me of like when you go on test track and like make your fake car and then it like shows you like, it's like, who you're, you're so efficient. And it like gets that little, whoosh, that's like what it reminds me, which again, makes perfect sense. I'm not bashing the design for its purpose. I just hate looking at it. And I also can say all of this, knowing that most of the people think that my car is wildly ugly. My car looks like a toaster. I love and your love car. I, because I, I can always, car. I'd always know when you're, <laughs> like anywhere next to me <laughs> yeah you could I, it's easy to locate my car it is orange and it is a toaster like, orange is also <laughs> orange is my favorite color so that you don't even why know I'm like oh that's rude <laughs> you and your husband always throwing jabs at me for, for my color it. deficiency but it's okay color disability speaking of color disability <laughs> speaking of colors <laughs> yeah you know who loves colors Fucking Sesame Elmo. <laughs> Elmo. But before we get into that and how we're both raised on the streets, Kelsey, <laughs> it's almost the eight minute and 44 second mark. What should people do next? Everyone should continue to listen to this episode. You should also go follow the podcast Instagram and my Instagram and Gabe's Instagram and not Carmen's. If you're yeah, following Carmen, he's not him. here. And he texted me and said, if people are following me, unfollow me. He didn't say that. He's he going to get really that. mad. No, he <laughs> He's going to edit this out. <laughs> he said, <laughs> that's too much work. <laughs> I know. Um, but no, follow all three of us and follow the Dude Thoughts account. Um, and leave a five-star review. And also go write a review and also text five of your friends this episode, especially if your kids, if your friends have kids that watch Sesame Street, because they're going to give a shit about what I'm about to say. <laughs> yes. I'd also like to say before we get started on Sesame Street, I know people love when we don't bring up the topic right away, but the I rewatch. Alyssa's never seen Marvel movies, and so we're rewatching them. Um, and I'm so good. I have a shout out to Dylan because also happy birthday, Karina. You probably don't listen, but oh, happy yeah. birthday to you. Um, Dylan will tell her. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dylan and I. Back, shout out to the casually nerdy. Used to have a podcast. 
and we did an episode i think i think we did this of like right before avengers affinity war came out of which if you never seen marvel but want to watch these movies like what narrow it down to the movies i just have to watch and then we did a list of those movies i can tell you what they are um i don't know that i could do that and i or think support i could it. um no i think there's i mean enough... i do support it because i haven't watched either of the ant-man movies but other than oh my that, gosh i think you'd like the first one a lot i definitely um, think i would i just haven't done it yet fair enough and so we've watched the movies are avengers you can just start with avengers because that introduces all of them fine you don't need to see the other bits avengers introduces all oh, podcast burp that was disgusting avengers introduces <laughs> all of them enough painful. <laughs> um what's after avengers jesus we watched avengers then we watched i think we watched civil war after that and i told her we don't have to watch this one but it's just my favorite so we should watch this one so you don't really have to include that one unless you care about knowing that shield doesn't exist anymore and then we watched guardians Can you just watch that show to find that out that shield show. fuck that shit <laughs> I never watched it. Um, I don't know anything about it. Then we watched Guardians, and then we just finished Age of Ultron. And the reason I brought this up is because I didn't hate Age of Ultron as much this time as I did the first time. I still understand at the time of watching it why I hated it. Yeah. Um, I still think the trailers made it look very different. Yes, 1 million percent. Than what it got. And then also, but like definitely now and with everything that came after it. Like with hindsight, it's it is a very different movie. It also feels like they just, and we'll get to Sesame Street. I know people are begging for Sesame Street content, but they—that's why the people come here. <laughs> it also feels like they brought up a lot of stuff in that movie that we never saw again. But I feel like that's there's probably at least two things mentioned in every Marvel movie that seem <laughs> like they're laying the groundwork that are just completely abandoned. Like one in particular, and I don't have to watch Endgame to see if this is true or not. Or Infinity War. And no, it's Endgame, beginning of Endgame. Hawkeye's wife is pregnant and they have a baby in Age of Ultron, but I swear they only had two kids in Endgame. Yeah, they have two kids. They had a third kid in Age of Ultron. Wild. It was Nat <laughs> right? <laughs> I was like, huh? Wait, this... are you sure that what there was I one they million had percent two sure? They had Ultron, two. They there was a boy and a girl. And at one point, um, Natasha goes because she she yeah, she the asked belly. if they're gonna name how's Natasha and they're yeah. like oh it's a, I swear to you like Nathaniel had, or something they were two kids running around unless they were just babysitting a nephew and just didn't bring <laughs> that up for some reason I swear there were two kids and I was like wow this has to I'm gonna look this up eventually later but I was like there's no I'm pretty sure he had two kids at the forest and then he had no kids so <laughs> that is that is what we call an oversight <laughs> <laughs> all right let's talk about the streets. <laughs> of the sesame yes okay sesame street is lit okay so obviously i have a child she is almost a year and a half old it's <sighs> a hot topic in my house but we went back and forth for a long time about when she was going to get to watch television and the american association of pediatrics um recommends you wait uh, 18 months to 24 months before you give your child screen time. They've done, it's like, uh, this is like all newer information. There are studies on it. A lot of people roll their eyes when I say this and that's their business. Like it's not going to oh, like, fuck them. Do, like, you're not, there are people that like hit their kids. So like obviously even, showing your child like Sesame Street isn't bad parenting. Even if like, I don't know if I'm going to have the mental patience or fortitude to be able to, <laughs> if when I have kids not give them screen time. Like, to not just it be is, like, take this iPad, leave me the fuck alone for two minutes, it is and I'll be back. very, very difficult, especially when you're trapped in a house for a year because of the pandemic. <laughs> I am both impressed with myself, because I will say I don't stick to things a lot of the time when it's difficult. <laughs> like, if, it's, if it makes my life easier to give in, I normally give in. I did give in, but I made it to 17 months before I gave in. No, and that's um, fantastic. And, like, when I didn't... When I, I think you sent a Snapchat of her and you mentioned yeah. that it was like the first time. And I was like, man, that was a long time. Like that was <laughs> yes. hella impressive, especially that's very wild. long. But I was going to say it's those people who just roll their eyes. Like I, as somebody who's probably going to give their kid a screen, <laughs> I'm going to try not to do it as much. But even I, if you said that to me and I didn't know you, I'd be like, 
yeah, that's that's. I'm a piece of shit for doing it. I get it, but <laughs> <laughs> see, I, just... I I don't think people who do it are bad people either. Like, obviously, if you're showing your kid like you you playing Call of Duty, like I would probably <laughs> question that. But like, I mean, there are so many shows that are literally designed for kids. I think the major issue with it is not that they're watching something because these shows again are like made like for, for them, developmental yeah. purposes. The issue is like the way TVs have changed and like screens have changed and it's all that like blue light and it's like hitting and like all of the TVs are like a million inches now. Like mm-hmm. they're not small. And also like, so just... it's more about like the blue light, I think than anything else that like can maybe like just impact certain developmental stuff, whatever. Yeah. We just waited a long, we just waited a while. And then the reason that I gave in is because we have a lot of books because like, what else are you going to do if you're not watching these <laughs> reader books? So she had this one Elma book that she was obsessed with and we would read it like 200 times a day. I can recite it to you. We now have other Elma books that I also memorized, but that's like the OG. And that's what this episode is. Koki's going to read us Elma <laughs> books for the next <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> the dream. Um, and then we went to SeaWorld a couple times and they have Sesame Place. Um, and you can like meet Elmo and Cookie Monster and everybody. And she like lost her mind. And Cookie Monster, she's already met Carmen. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And um she like we have all these Elmo toys. And then I was I was on my phone and someone there was like a gif of Elmo like moving around and she like saw it over my shoulder and she lost (laughs) her mind. And like in the best possible way. Like she was like she was just so excited. And I was like, I went into the office because Michael was working and I was like, I think I have to give in because like how excited she just got, like I've never wanted her to like feel that more than I want. Like, I just want to like let her her be that excited again. (laughs) Like she was so happy. I just like want to let her experience it again. And so, um, he was like, obviously he was like, okay, do it because he has been very pro screen time this whole time. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I did it and she was like, she loved it. She got so excited because she has like every freaking Sesame Street character doll that like <laughs> she could possibly have. I think we're only missing like two or three characters at this point. Um, and so she was like, her mind was blown. She was like, every time they sing a song, she dances. She like, every time they finish a song, she claps for them. Like it's literally <laughs> the cutest thing. Um, we still like limit it to an hour a day. So when we first, I was like, oh, we're only going to do one episode because when we were little, those things were like 45 minutes long. Yeah. Now they're just like regular, like 30 minutes. Cause I, I don't know when it changed. Um, but I guess like HBO max bought it for, which so, is yeah. weird. Uh, it's like a, very strange to me that HBO is in charge oh, of Sesame, Sesame Street. Street. Cause um, Game of Thrones and Sesame Street are the same thing pretty much. They've done a Game of Thrones segment on mm, Sesame Street. Less weird, <laughs> I would imagine. It's called, it's called Game of Chairs and they count. I'll send it to you. It's a whole Great. thing. Um, but so yeah, now they're 30 minutes. So we do two episodes a day uh, and we like space them out. But anyways, the moral of the story is do whatever works for you with your kids and screen time, yeah. but definitely I mean, like, watch Sesame street because it's, it's dope. It's clearly like, I could acknowledge this. I have what I would consider a phone addiction. Oh, I where, absolutely like, do. Where I, I don't even need to, I'm not doing anything. I'm just scrolling. Yeah. Like, it's just my mind's not focused. I just need to be closing apps or opening and reopening apps. Like, it's fucking I'll ridiculous. literally close an app and be like, oh, I better check this yeah, and, like, exactly. reopen the Instagram. I'm like, I just did this. But and because I'm, of the way all these social medias work, like, people are always updating. So every time I refresh, there's, like, something new. And then between, like, staying at home with Scarlett and um, the pandemic, I was like, I need more adult interaction. So when I like yeah. get on Instagram and like watch people's stories, I'm like, look, other adults are talking to me. <laughs> so, like I was like, thank God. Like, it's just like, it, it definitely, I mean, it's easy like to be like, Oh, it's an addiction, but like literally legitimately. Yeah, it it is. Is, yeah. <laughs> like it's so, thing. so that being said, I'm just saying like, I, the people who roll their eyes, like, come on, it's clearly not the worst thing in the world to not give the kids some scream. Like, Okay. Yeah, that's my two cents. I don't know anything. I have a dog, no kids. So <laughs> again, it's like you do whatever. It's like how people are like, oh, I'll never let the baby sleep in my room. And then the baby screams everywhere else. And you're like, well, if I don't sleep, I'll die. So then the baby sleeps <laughs> in your room. Like, I mean, either way, like do what you have to do to survive. Like it is. Yeah, it's not. Not easy. No, especially not one kid is the when same. there's a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Every kid is different. But so wait, you can have like, eight kids now after 
just immediately going from newborn to pandemic, y'all are ready for anything. (laughs) Bring on the triplets. A whole thing. Don't put that evil on me. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me Um, more, because I I was watching YouTube today, and I looked up Sesame Street, and I just put in, like, keywords. And I was like, okay, let me look up Sesame Street racism. Sesame Street woke. And all the only (laughs) things I... The only things I could find of people, like, talking about it, other than what was on Sesame Street was people being upset about it. Surprise, People are always going to be upset. People are always going to be like, don't tell my children that gay people exist. Don't tell my children that, like, there are wars. Like, what? If anyone should tell them outside of them, (laughs) Sesame Street's going to do it in a way that makes sense and, and, like, in a way that they can understand. So it doesn't like make sense why people get mad about things because the way they present i mean they're not sitting people down kids down and talking to them like they're adults they're talking and explaining things like kids and they they have like child psychiatrists like on their writing team that help them be like this is how you need to like this is how these things should be explained these are things that will appeal to children like it's just crazy. I mean, there's there's definitely... It's also been on for 51 years. So if that doesn't tell you something, like, come on. Yes, the second what, longest running... Uh, what else has been on for 51 comment. years? Uh, <laughs> well, The Simpsons. No. Well, yeah. The um, <laughs> longest running sketch? Like, sketch show next to Saturday Night Live? Something like that? Probably. Um, there are currently 4,561 episodes. That's, that's a lot. We'll get yeah. there. Podcast. Yeah, we're we're coming in hot on that. You know how sometimes like shows or like YouTubers will get like Muppets of themselves made? Yeah. That is my goal for us. <laughs> that would be <laughs> awesome. But that's just my life goal. That's all I want. In my Literally life. so many celebrities have been on Sesame Street. Like that's my favorite thing is like waiting for whatever. And it's not like on Saturday Night Live where they're the host. They're there for like two maybe seconds. two minutes. Yeah. Like it's so short. And it's just delightful. It's like there was one um, Chance the Rapper was there. I fucking love Chance And they addressed him like Elmo and Cookie Monster (laughs) said Chance Chance the Rapper. Rapper. (laughs) Like they addressed him by his full title. Um, Who else was on there? Oh, David Diggs was on there that one time when he didn't know how to recycle. Like a connoisseur (laughs) of Sesame Street now. Um, Tay Diggs has been on there a lot. Singing the... uh hanukkah david dig song yeah. all day yesterday and i don't know why <laughs> i'm so glad that that just randomly came up on my phone for those who don't know there's a hanukkah david dig disney channel original song or something yeah i I'm want sure a puppy for YouTube. hanukkah i'm gonna name you monica so what wokeness has sesame street been involved with recently um last year they had like a sesame street town hall about race and racism and all that and kind of is like mainly hosted by elmo elmo is three and a half years old so elmo appeals to that age group because he he is that age has he always been that that he has always been that age yeah so abby kadabi who they added um like 10 years ago they added her in like the 37th season i think so like early 2000s uh yeah um they added abby because they they like kept adding female characters but they were still just like characters that weren't there like elmo is in every episode big bird is in like almost every episode yeah. like there are ones that are in every episode they kept adding them they kept being like oh we need a female we need a female and they kept adding them but they still like weren't like main cast quote unquote so then they added abby who is like one of the only ones who has aged so she came on when she was three and she has since had a fourth birthday but like no one else ages it's really weird interesting um she also so most of them are monsters and most of them are muppets but abby is a fairy so it was supposed to be like a whole different culture that they could like kind of introduce like what it would be like if someone came from like a different culture and like how you would learn about that Mm -hmm. and like how to talk to them so like that's one thing they did. Um, but then anyways, they did the last year, they did the town hall um, when everything was going on. And it was like with Elmo and his parents. And um, so that's like one of the ways that they. I didn't even know. Present that. And I, do, I watched a lot of Sesame Street growing up. Like that was, I liked Barney a lot, but I think that was just out of uh, like what was there. Cause I was yeah. a baby in another country. And I think I only <laughs> got Bar- with Barney. And so I loved Barney. That was on repeat. 
but I then transitioned once we got to the States. To Sesame Street, I had a Tickle Me Elmo. Fun fact about Tickle Me Elmo. <laughs> I was playing with a Tickle Me Elmo when we learned that I could wiggle my ears without touching them. <laughs> I don't know why that I remember that, but I remember that exists. So. What a fun fact. Yes, thank you, um, Elmo, for that. I'll never forget you. <laughs> Elmo is great. So there was... Elmo was also not in the original cast. He was introduced like in the 80, late 80s, I think. And people were like, so this is hilarious to me because there were people that were really mad when Elmo was introduced because he was like, they said he was taking away basically airtime from like Oscar and Grover and Cookie Monster and like the OGs. And I was like, if you have enough brain power to know that you're mad about this, then you are not Sesame Street's target <laughs> yeah. audience and they don't care what you think. Um, I'm just like, if you were watching Sesame Street in 1969 and it's now 1989, like they don't <laughs> care about your opinion anymore. Like they're not here people for have just you. People not changed at all. Um, the same I people mad say, about was, Elmo yeah. are mad about the new, yeah. how dare they teach my kid about racism. Um, and then... There's also, um, what else was the deal with Elmo? I lost my train of thought. Oh, I was talking to my mom the other day about Sesame Street, and she was like, because I also watched a lot of Barney as a kid, but I don't really remember a lot of it, but I remember a lot more Sesame Street. But my mom was saying, she's like, at least on Sesame Street, they're doing something. Barney's just like mind-numbing garbage. And I was like, oh, okay, tell me how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my hero. <laughs> so I will say Sesame Street, first of all, they have a lot of bops. So like they have letter of the day songs they have a couple different ones that they go back and forth between which is nice because it's not always the same thing over and over again but either way they're both great i love them (laughs) i sing along with both of them i get them stuck in my head all the time and then they for also when they do the number of the day because they don't because like i guess when we were little they just would be like this episode is brought to you by the letter g yeah i remember that Uh, but now it's like a whole song and then they say what it's for and then there's like a little side like thing about the letter and then it's the same with the number um so it's a good time we love it we love to see it um oh that's what i was gonna say about elmo there are people that get mad because elmo only speaks in third person Um, and they're like they're gonna teach kids how to talk wrong i'm like have you ever talked to a kid this is the what they they sound like they're pretty dumb (laughs) 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 like like you should hope they watch sesame street and become intelligent like Elmo says Elmo's name instead of saying me or I, but everything else he says is like perfect grammar. So he's fine. I don't think that affects anyone. I've never heard this before. Everybody else speaks normal. If one person speaks in third person, I think that it's fine. Big Bird still talks normal. Yoda fucking talked in backwards (laughs) talk and we're all fine. (laughs) No (laughs) one knows what the hell Yoda's doing. Speaking of Yoda, I've, I've the last... 72 hours I've watched maybe uh, half of the Try Guys catalog for the first time. I've oh my seen god, so good. So clips good. of them, but they're fantastic. I love them so much. My favorite part about them is how different Eugene is from the other three. Oh my god, yes. It's so good. It's <laughs> and so how good. like the, it just still works, because all the other three of them are not interchangeable personalities, but very similar personalities. Like, well, the like more they, you watch it, they yeah. definitely have like certain things that like stick out about them. And then what's really fun is like, because a lot of times when they're doing things, they'll be like they'll pair them two and two to do the yes. the shooting. And it's so fun to like watch them when they're paired differently than like their normal pairing, like how the energy changes. Mm-hmm. I'll have to send you like there's one specifically in my head that I'm thinking of. I'll have to send it to you because Eugene think- and Ned are just like, what? Well, maybe we'll just stand over here and fuck it up like Keith and Zach normally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, because between the four of them, I've noticed this is my 48, 72 hour perspective. Eugene and Ned seem to be the most talented and just naturally talented things and like maybe higher education slash athletics um yes stuff like for that. sure on those two things <laughs> and zach well zach is very good at like he's i relate to zach the most because his interests like line up with mine yeah i think he's really annoying but also i'm really annoying so <laughs> it's okay <laughs> <laughs> um and i love keith though keith is my favorite so far and yeah, i also love keith his is my favorite yeah I've moved on to the series where they're 
like competing against professionals and things. Oh, four versus one. Yeah, and I love that one. Yeah, I just watched the crossword one. one, and then I went online and tried <laughs> yeah. to do a crossword and realized that I'm that's a moron. That's what we did right after we watched it. Michael was like, "We have to do a crossword right now," <laughs> and I'm not good at them. So, anyways, anyways, that was a segue. I don't know how we got there, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been wanting to talk to you about Try Guys for a long time, so I just had to um, force it. Um, so. Okay, so I have an article that I read. So now, like, when I watch a Sesame Street episode, I'll just, like, pull up Wikipedia and, like, read about it. And, like, so I found all about these controversies that have occurred with Sesame Street over the years. Okay, that's fantastic. So in 2010, Katy Perry was on, and they pulled the episode because people got mad about what she was wearing, which, like, it's not that bad. Like, it's a dress that's, like, it's really not that bad. Like, I yes, I'm there's cleavage, up. but it's not like her boobs aren't, like, out. Yeah. People of Sesame Street age are still eating off boob sometimes, so. Right. Like, my thing is, like, they don't even know. Hold on. Let me send you. I'm going to send you this picture. Sesame Street. I think I found it. Oh, nope. Not um, that one. That's from Saturday Night Live. That one is very, very booby. I'm going to name you Monica. Let's see here. Oh, that's not that bad. The no, Her face not, looks a little like it. a porn thumbnail, but. Well, yeah, that's, that thumbnail is weird, but. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so pe- they pulled that one. People were mad about it, whatever. Like, I don't think it's that big a deal, but people disagree with me. Um, it's not the most problematic thing Katy Perry's ever done. That's for sure. Definitely not there. Okay. So apparently a lot of the older ones are like, they just haven't aged well, which is not surprising That's to me fine. because what from the sixties has aged well, not yeah. a lot. So apparently a lot of stuff when you buy it on the box set DVDs now, it like will come with a warning that's like, this is not recommended for children. <laughs> this is like <laughs> for adults specifically. You can collect this, but don't show it to your kids. Um, oh, there was one when they introduced in 1975, they introduced a character that was supposed to be a black Muppet. He's the color pink. First of all, huh. um, they have since like introduced Muppets. Yeah. I've seen. And they also have, black people on the show and the like controversy and of people. these two There's black like, muppets i saw yeah. on one episode and i was like why are people upset about this like yeah people are weird people are just looking muppets. for reasons to get mad probably the people that are mad about that like if there were 10 people mad about it i'd say like four of those people actually have kids like <laughs> 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 they're just trying to be pissed off That's fair. um so roosevelt franklin was his name so <laughs> there's that okay um and then he was like always getting in trouble and like franklin and i live on ml kelly Street <laughs> in detroit michigan <laughs> so like he would like they would do episodes where he would like talk about african culture which is fine but then they would also do episodes where he was like constantly like starting shit at school and always getting in trouble <laughs> and like going to detention and then like telling the other muppets to like lie to their parents so that wasn't great so he doesn't exist <laughs> anymore um and then oh we're coming back to that one because that's my favorite one to talk about oh the actor so mr hooper is the store like hooper's is the store right that actor like died in real life unexpectedly of a heart attack and so they were like well like what do we do on the show and they actually had a show where they were like they told all the muppets on all the kids on sesame street that he died and they like it i mean it was the first episode where they it's i mean it's a big deal people still talk about it a lot today on like ways to to explain like death Death to to kids and because they're not i mean they don't say like oh it'll be okay or like don't be sad like they're like it's you like it's normal to be sad like Mm. you're gonna be sad um again they have like they've always had like children psychiatrists and psychologists like on their staff to like help them do this it's not just a bunch of people being like maybe this is what we should say to impressionable children like (laughs) they they do a lot of work <clears throat> that makes um, me happy. I didn't. I didn't know that. It makes sense though. Yeah. Um. And then oh, <laughs> this is this is again. This is just people looking to get mad. In 2005, they were like, "We're gonna have Cookie eat not only cookies. Like he's also gonna eat fruits and vegetables now." And people were like, "No! Oh my God! They're changing Cookie Monster to Veggie Monster Ball. PC and culture they, is out of control." Like they were like, "It's he's just also eating." Like broccoli. But why is that bad? Don't you want your children to eat broccoli? Like if they see him being excited about salad and that makes your kid want to eat a salad, is that not a good thing? I feel like you can't both be mad at <laughs> Cookie Monster eating vegetables and Elmo talking in third person. 
those two things have separate ideals, I feel like. Because you'd want... <laughs> the same people who would want Elmo speaking good grammar should want Sesame Street teaching eat your vegetables. Exactly. But I feel like so often, those two groups of people are the same people. <laughs> yeah, people are... It's a circle. The Venn diagram is a circle. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, they literally, on Sesame Street's Twitter account, like, had Cookie Monster tweet because people were getting so upset. And they were like... Yes, I am eating vegetables. No, I'm not going to be called the vegetable monster. This whole thing is silly. And I was like, <laughs> yes, they had to say that because Cookie Monster isn't allowed to say y'all are dumbasses. <laughs> y'all dumb as fuck. Um, there's been, so there's like several international versions of Sesame Street um, that obviously like different languages, different cultures and stuff like that. So there was one in South Africa where they actually introduced a another preschooler she was like four or five who was born with hiv because it was like during the the oh, hiv AIDS epidemic yes. in africa yeah. so that was like a big deal because like so many kids were being born with it um and like there's not a lot of education around it for kids so that was a big deal that was like considered very successful um they made jokes about CNN and Fox News and both <laughs> parties got mad about it. Oscar the Grouch did because he was um, he was pretending he was a news anchor and he was hosting GNN, the Grouchy News Network <laughs> and then <laughs> someone was saying they were only going to watch Pox News instead of GNN and like adults were getting mad. This was literally the response um, that the writer had. Although the skit was too good to resist, we should have resisted it. <laughs> just like me after I do anything. I shouldn't have done it, but I did do it. I My bad. My, uh, I went to a very Southern, 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 hard, hard R Southern Baptist, uh, Baptist school. And we were taught, taught, not, you know, given all the facts and said, all right, make your own choice. You know, we were taught yeah. that Fox News was the only credible news source on TV and that we shouldn't watch any of the other ones. And there's other things, but we don't have to get into all the other things <laughs> that was taught in my school. <laughs> um, this is not really anything Sesame Street did wrong, but in 2011, someone hacked their official YouTube channel and replaced a bunch of the videos with porn. <laughs> Which is not funny because I'm sure a lot of children watch it on YouTube. But, like, why would someone do that? That's, like, when you look at something and it always reminds me of in Batman when he's, like, some men just want to watch the world burn. Like, you're just being a shitty person. Like, that was your goal and you were successful. Like, what was the best case scenario for that? Like, uh, we really showed Sesame Street. Yeah. I bet that was CNN and Fox News. They collaborated (laughs) and said, we're going to get them back. Um, I'll show them GNN. The... Obviously, there's, like, always been people talking about Bert and Ernie, which, like, honestly, like, let them be gay. Who cares? Yeah. Like, they're fine. Also, they're not... This is, I've also learned recently that they're, like, in their 40s. Grover's, yeah. like, in his 40s. Like, half oh, these Muppets fantastic. are full-grown full, full grown adults. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought they were all children. I didn't realize. On the topic um, of uh, Bert and Ernie, the... And I don't know if this is said for Marvel, but from the source material, we... Sh- well... So at least one of them I can confirm. The Eternals movie that we just got a trailer for. Um, there should be the first opening gay superhero in that movie. Oh, I hope so. And the first uh, hearing impaired superhero as well. And that one I can oh, pretty wow. much compare, or that one I can pretty much confirm because the actress they hired is is a deaf actress. Oh, that's great! I love so, that. We isn't love- that fantastic? Yeah. Yeah, we love the to movie see with it. all the Game of Thrones people in it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so in 1993, Sesame Street made a statement that was like, Bert and Ernie are just friends and they're roommates, and that's it. Had that statement never been made, I don't know that that would be the case now. Yeah. But. Agreed. Um, maybe they'll, I don't know. I mean, I obviously, there's 4,500 episodes. I haven't watched them all. There might be one recently where, like, a kid has, um... Uh, gay parents i don't know i haven't watched them all if mm. if not i i can't imagine it'll be much I, longer before that happens i like, feel like it's had to have happened by now um i should have considering so. their stance on things usually I yeah feel like that's something that they would have addressed by now but i don't know i have 
Hazel doesn't like like Sesame Street. So. <laughs> didn't um, the Muppets? I know different. I know they they feud probably, but didn't the Muppets just confirm that the two grouchy men are are lovers? Um, I don't know, but I hope so. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to double check, but I'm pretty sure I saw a post. It was on the internet, so who knows, obviously. <laughs> who knows? But, I only read the headline, but yeah. who knows? It's probably legit. Um, but I think it, it said that they're that they're two gay men. I don't know if they were together. I mean, or... they're definitely shady like that, yeah. so <laughs> I'd buy it. I love them. So they're, I think they might be my favorite Muppets, and maybe just because like Stefan and I like <laughs> would used to just pretend to be them at Carmen's softball game. <laughs> and just yes. like heckle them as the old man Muppets. <laughs> I love it. It's Stadler and Waldorf. I love them. Thank you. Um, yeah, they're great. I also like hope to be Stadler and Waldorf in the future. That's my goal. Oh, if anybody I know was going to be, it'd be you. <laughs> it would be me. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so yeah, so this is my favorite, like Sesame street wormhole that I've been down is, um, Mr. Snuffleupagus. I'm familiar with him. Yes. So his name is Aloysius Snuffleupagus, which is an incredible Ooh, name. That just rolls off the tongue. If you want to take that I've for your before. firstborn son, I think I dude, will. by all means, <laughs> um, he was introduced in 71. So like early on, right? Like second or third season, um, he was introduced as an imaginary friend, but like it was unspoken. We were just meant to understand that he was an imaginary friend to Big Bird. Right. Mm -hmm. So like Big Bird never says he's an imaginary friend. Um, but every time Big Bird would talk about him to adults, it would be like, Oh, whatever. Or he would be like, Oh, try and introduce him. Mr. Snuffleupagus would be like, oh, I don't want to, I don't like meeting new people. So he would like run away or he would be like, oh, let me go brush my fur. So I look good for the new people and like run away. So it was like never explicitly said that he was um, an imaginary friend, but none of the adults believed Big Bird. And then in the, in the late eighties, it kind of came to light that there was obviously this like large problem specifically in like preschools with like pedophilia. And they kind of realized the issue was if kids were seeing Big Bird, who is supposed to be a child, telling adults things and all the adults like rolling their eyes and not believing him. They were like, this is introducing a concept to kids that when they tell an adult the truth, because as far as the kid knows, this elephant does exist, like they're seeing it exist. Yeah. That, that when they tell an adult the truth, the adult is not going to believe them or could even like laugh at them. So they were like, we have to like nip this and like, we can't do this anymore. Like kids need to be able to tell adults things. So. They had, it was like, I mean, it was like a film length episode. They had like a special episode called, um, Mr. Called like Snuffy meets the grownups or something. Like it was, it was like a two hour episode. Like it was a special. Um, and it, it I mean, it was still like, he was so nervous and like they were going to meet him and, um, he, he still kept like running away every time Big Bird went to get the adults. And finally like Elmo comes in and is like, I'm going to wait with Snuffy while you get the adults. And like, we're all going to stay together. And then like excuse me um the adults finally meet him and they're like oh my god that's amazing like nice to meet you whatever and then like what i really think is cool about it is all the adults who didn't believe big bird went to him and like apologized for not believing him and even said like from now on i'll always believe you so that was one of the ways they were like trying to establish like kid to tell the truth it's yeah. it's another way to like get kids to to tell to think it's okay to tell adults things Without just saying, like, tell your adults when things are happening to you. Yeah. Like, because it showed them, A, it showed Big Bird being proven right, which who doesn't love that? And then it also showed the adults, like, apologizing, which is a big deal. Yes, I agree with that. Um, especially because to a deep dive into my mental health. <laughs> I, <laughs> we don't I'm... have this kind of time. I'm just kidding. <laughs> May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Hey. Just in time for the end of May. Um, <laughs> so... The, I struggled with talking to adults growing up, um, but I think that was because I was in one of those, like, str how do I say this? 
I wasn't scared of my parents, <laughs> but I also like didn't. You feel respected like I their distance. Yeah, exactly. I didn't feel like I what I said was valid at all as okay. a child. I'm, I'm I'm an adult now, but <laughs> and so it's nice to see that because that was a huge issue. So many. If you watch the like Home Alone era of movies, nobody believes yeah. kids. Nobody gives yeah. a fuck about kids. Like it's just a thing that happened, and think it's getting better now. Yeah, um, for sure. So it's nice to see like just. That's where I couldn't see, like, oh, there are, like, children psychiatrists that actually, like, put in real thought yeah, to these things. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. Because that's such um, a small issue that nobody, like, not a small issue, it's a big issue that right, people yeah. would think it's a small issue. Right. But, like, yeah, no one would look, like, you even think that as adults you look past that and you don't think, like, this is how kids are going to take it. You would just think, oh, maybe they'll do a special episode where they say, like, oh, if someone is like treating you wrong tell an adult but like they took something that they've already established and they were like made it right in a way that shows kids what they can do as well yeah also mom if you're listening mom or dad if you're listening like you're fine i'm, I'm a fine child at a great childhood Everything's <laughs> i'm fine. a fine <laughs> i am a fine child thank you don't, for your time don't take anything i say on this podcast for entertainment purposes to heart you guys are fantastic anyways any also? okay yes um, with, bring on Mr. the sesame Schnuff drama with mr schnuffleupagus there was another thing where they were doing they were going to do an episode after they established that he was real where his parents were getting a divorce and it was like because he has a little sister and they like heard them fighting and it was like and they they like tried to do this episode like three or four different rewrites and they ended up not airing it because they're like this is like traumatic for children because then they the 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 issue they were having was they basically anytime a child like after watching any of these episodes would then like hear an adult argue or argue, disagree yeah. at all they were like oh my god my parents are gonna get divorced they like they couldn't like figure out how to portray the actual process because there are there are characters whose parents are divorced and there are characters whose parents are remarried so they have like step parents and step siblings but I don't know that they've they've kind of figured out the way to master the actual episode of like finding out about it without that whole like issue of scaring every child into thinking yeah. their parents are going to get divorced. That's a interesting. I I wonder about how I'm, I I messaged one of I'm Dylan, one of our mutual friends, not too long ago, and I told him like I I love the way you guys talk to Killian, like yeah, like he's a tiny adult. <laughs> yes, and like I would like to to say that I'm going to mimic that. Um, because they literally, they don't just say like, oh yeah, that's a brown dog, honey. Uh-huh. Yeah. They'll like ask him questions and like, oh, why do you like this specific thing? Yeah. Not just like, oh, I like blue. They're like, why do you like blue? <laughs> and so I don't, I saw somebody on my Instagram post that their child asked them about, uh, asked her, her if their parents were going to live forever. And they were like posting advice on how to handle it. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Parenthood's hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, luckily Scarlett can't ask me questions yet. <laughs> <laughs> she can say dad. But, yes, she can. Um, but I don't, yeah, I don't know, like, what I'm going to do. I'm probably going to be like, let me get on Sesame Street's website real quick <laughs> and see what Elmo says about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's ask Elmo. <laughs> Literally, because it's just impeccable to how they handle like all this different stuff also this is it there's sesame street is done in 70 different languages and there are 20 different international versions holy smokes which is incredible also i found this when i was looking at it um i also looked at mr stuffleupagus and i remember him but he's more terrifying than i remember him yeah it's the eyelashes that hang directly over the eyes that really get to me because when he's on now i'm just like how someone move those like someone trim those for him like he can't see like i just always want to be like get that out of there <laughs> like it's jeez like it's just ah. um so yeah it's just um sesame street has had quite the glow up from um you know public publicly funded television to 51 years running and now owned by hbo you know it's just that's a year longer than disney world's been open yeah, and if you, th I mean, any, not any, but probably most celebrities you can think of have probably been on this show. Yeah. Like, it's 
insane. Like it's, a, like it's the my favorite thing. Item, I feel like it's my favorite thing. Yeah, it's like, and they'll do. You know, they'll Usher was on it. Usher sang like a special alphabet yeah. song. It was. It's just so good. Like there are just so many, so many great things about Sesame Street, and I like it. It's also like there are similarities, like you know, in Disney movies when you watch them as an adult, you're like, oh, that was for me, an adult. Yeah. There are similar things in Sesame Street where I'm like, it's not mind numbing garbage. Like you, I don't hate yeah. watching it. I'm like, this like is Janet. a good time. Like let's see. And like Michael and I, when we watch episodes without each other, we'll like tell you, like, oh my god, you'll never believe what Cookie Monster said. It was so funny. <laughs> I love that. So you have that to look forward to when you have a child. Uh, everyone can't That's wait. Great. Um, to enjoy Sesame Street. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, it's incredible. Well, Sesame Street had a glow up. This podcast, uh, this podcast had a glow up because it had Kelky instead of Carmen. Wow, <laughs> the dream. And I think that's it. I think that was a good Sesame Street, Sesame Street time to wrap up this show. I'd like to say, for the dudes currently out there, that I really enjoyed this. I can count on the one hand the amount of one-on-one conversations I've probably had in my life with. Kelky. So it was nice to just sit down and have Not that we night. don't talk. We just, there's always other people there's around always when good, we do. I can think of two instances probably where we were the only two people in the room. And it's fine, obviously. There's no, we don't hate each other. But, but, that you know of. Yeah, I'm exactly. I don't fine. hate you anymore. Uh, <laughs> it's true. She did. Fun fact. <laughs> but I went to Jessica and I said, why does Kelky not like me? <laughs> what did she say? Was it because you're I annoying? I don't remember I no, no. <laughs> Jessica knows me enough to know that I'm too sensitive to say that because because <laughs> you're annoying. I don't think. I think she was. She told me why. Did she just say she hates everyone? Don't take it personally. No, I don't. Because sometimes there's not a reason. <laughs> yeah. No. A I lot of times why. there are reasons. So I just assumed it was because of my skin. I'm just oh, I'm just, I'm just. Kidding. I like Elmo. I'm just all right wanna wanna be gabe and i'll be carmen and we'll we'll wind us out yeah if you've got a dream go and chase it we'll see you guys in the next one bye